Good Monday evening, everyone. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia. Let's go down to the outskirts of Maryland where I have former seven-year pro quarterback Glenn Foley. Glenn, uh, we're going to for the next half hour, 35, 40 minutes. We'll talk some NFL. Uh, obviously, we're on the eve of the playoffs. And um, just to, just to, first of all, the, you got to give Roger Goodell and his team credit for completing the 256-game season. I mean, when this thing all started in September, in September do you think we're going to get 17 full weeks in, Glenn? No, not if it bubble the guys. The, NFL, the NBA did a good job with the bubble. Uh, but this is, this is a raging virus, so it was going to get everybody. Um, and it was only a matter of time. But the NFL did a tremendous job laying down the groundwork. I know my brother... Uh, and the Panthers staff, uh, they had one slip-up after they, they were basically out of it. There's no excuse, but it took it, it, it took a, 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 not only just a grind, but just imagine, you know, you're 20-something, you're 23, 24, 21, and someone gives you a million dollars and says, go and see, you can't go anywhere with it. For, for some guys, it's, it's, it's culture shock to get the money. Then it's double culture shock to not be able to spend the money. So... It, it, it's really, it's an American dream turned on, turned into an Ameri an American nightmare where you can't really enjoy what you you've, you've accomplished. But um, you know they, they did a great job. They did, so did the NCAA, the ACC, the SEC did a great job. When you took the, when you put the politics into it, 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 it morphed into this in the center part of the country where and into the West where all the the blue states uh, had issues with quarantined and having people you know go to the games or whatever but the ACC and the SEC managed to, to squeak out 11 games they did a tremendous job and it, and it taught a lot of lessons it taught a lot of lessons about life and uh, how important football is and how important sports are in, in our everyday life yeah I mean let me ask you a question obviously you've been out of the league for some time now how would how you think you would have been able to to sit in hotel rooms and stuff like that you know obviously you get to a city you want to at least go out to dinner with your teammates maybe the night before a game I mean how difficult for for those type of guys you think were they just to sit in their rooms the night before a game it's it's not that hard when you're winning it's not that hard when the checks are coming in you're eight no you're, you're getting you know your two three hundred thousand dollars per week and you know, you, you can kind of hang everything, all your spirits are up. What happens is, it happens to the Panthers. You go, you know, you come out, you win four games, you're looking at, you know, you're four and 11. And, you know, humans will be humans. They will err, they will err or sin, if you will, and, and, they, and they do. They're human beings, they're going to make mistakes. And no one's that this is culture shock, not just for the players, for the coaches, for the owners, for the world. So, I mean, our, our, our environment, the way, our, and I, I studied this stuff. Believe it or not, I did study in college at Boston College. But society, we have to, this 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 country has a heartbeat, and the heartbeat is outside the home. So the minute you disrupt that, you're going to get it. We have we've had a year of culture shock. The vaccines are coming out. I think it's going to take another six months to another year before everything's back to normal. And then, uh, if everything goes well with the, the, the Chinese and, and, and politicians, then uh, we won't get another virus until some another disruptor shows up. But no, I, I think we got another six months to a year before we see sports back like they used to. Um, unfortunately, politics got involved. When that happens, everybody suffers. 
Got a question from a, a good friend of mine, Lou Ferry. He said, what about the com camaraderie of you know, playing card games and golf and how that adds to the relationship of the players? They miss out on that. I mean, I know you're an avid golfer, I'm sure, especially in the offseason being a quarterback, you want to get get on the same page as your guys. And, and like uh, the question asked by, by Mr. Ferry was, you know, that, that's, that, that's the kind of stuff that builds com camaraderie with your teammates. Yeah, there's no doubt, but but you can do that in quarantine because you're quarantined with the guys. And then I always said there was no reason, number one, for college students to go back to campus. However, this country we're built on on, on, on on certain parts of our culture where we need football, we need baseball, but just for just for the simple you know mental wellness of a lot of people. So you know, people need an outlet. You know, when we when, when they did when nine eleven happened, when George Bush threw that first pitch out at the Yankees game, it, it brought the it brought the country back, believe it or not. And it was a, it happened to be a baseball game at the time. But when we go through things like this, you need sports, and sports are very important. It's not just for you know obvious reasons, but you know in, in, in times of tough, in times of in times of, uh, of of desperation, people need an outlet to stop thinking about. All the depressing things are going on and football was a great outlet it's still going it's still going it's funny i wanted to jump right into week 17 but obviously i think i think before the week 17 and week 16 i mean that that's the most important thing was being able to get these games a couple games we had to play on tuesdays and wednesday nights and wednesday afternoons but they but they got it all done so you have to as much heat as roger goodell takes with certain things or whatever you gotta give him an staff a thousand percent credit for what what he was able to 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 commandeer and, and get through for the last 17 weeks so, oh he set rules he set rules and when you set rules it's, it's what that's what our, what our country what our society is based upon if you just follow the simple rules and don't break out and don't break them and don't break out then everything will work and for the most part the nfl did a great job not just forget roger Dell. He, he's just he's setting the rules it takes it takes disciplined teams. It's harder for a team in Atlanta or or a team in New York to stay clean of COVID than it is a team from Green Bay or a team from uh, an isolated part of the country where there's no international airports and there's no train systems and there's no major commerce. So um, the outbreaks are unnecessary. But again, this is the one of the most contagious viruses in the history of mankind. Okay, well let's get it. Let's get into some on the field uh, doings. Yesterday was week seventeen, and uh, you know a lot went on. We've everyone's fighting for playoff position. The uh, the playoffs are all set. And we'll get into the games itself. Uh, I guess I guess the main thing, uh, everyone, because obviously it was the last game played. What happened last night down the street from where I'm sitting in Philadelphia, with what Doug Peterson may have done or haven't done, or how he manipulated the playoffs a little bit with the New York Giants not getting in, sticking in Nate Sudfeld, the third string quarterback, uh, down by three points, winnable game. Jalen Hurts, you know, you want to see more of Hurts. Do the Eagles know if he's the quarterback or not? You know, playing against a good defense. Obviously, Twitter went crazy last night with putting in the great Nate Sudfeld in. And, uh, you know, he, he threw a pick, couldn't find a snap, was getting sacked all over the place. Um, what, what were your thoughts on uh, the, the benching or the, the benching of Jalen Hurts to put uh, uh, Nate Sudfeld in to, uh, I guess, catapult the Washington football team into the playoffs? And the New York Giants are going to be uh, watching oh. this weekend with the rest of us. 
Doug Peterson's greatest coaching game since he's been there. <laughs> oh, God. By far. He finally did something that was absolutely phenomenal for the organization. They lost the game. Sudfeld had no chance. They, they should have put Sudfeld in when – I mean, they, it almost should have been, okay, first quarter hurts. Second quarter, Sudfeld, he's got the rest of the game. This was a preseason game. The, 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 the goal was not to win it. The Panthers were in the same spot. You win, you drop back five, six, seven, eight spots in the draft, which is tragedy. Tragedy. Last year, we, we did the draft, and, of course, when we I just went back on the, the draft that we did, and, and I was right on Herbert. I, you, 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 you bet me that uh, Jamal Adams wouldn't get traded. I called it at the draft. I called Cam Newton at the draft the minute Herbert got drafted. And, and, and this week, we're going to replay that show on these very stations. So wherever you're watching, we're going to replay the show because, yeah, we got a couple things wrong. But you were right on on, on several several did, things. And it's very hard to predict that stuff, you know, especially back Tua, in April and May. Did, did not love Tua. And, and we're finding out that he's a he's a, a check down guy. And he's undersized with, a, with an arm that's just average. And then you watch someone like Herbert throw the ball. And I didn't like I didn't like Burrow at number one. I liked Burrow as a quarterback, but I didn't like him as the number one pick. Well, I think he pro- I think he proved that he's going to be a franchise guy there. Oh, he's going to be yeah, he's going to be a franchise guy if his, his other kneecap doesn't get ripped out. Oh. And, and so there's there's an art to not getting your knees ripped out. Herbert seems to have managed it where Burrow didn't. So Herbert's healthy, his arm's way better. He, he he's he's way better off the pivot and the plant. So I was right. I hate to say it, and uh, but once again, I should be a general manager. I, you know what? I, I, well, there, there's about there's I'm about seven openings to the Eagles. I'm going to offer them for free. I will work for free for the Eagles, and I promise you, within three years, we'll win the Super Bowl. Well, the, the thing is, there's about seven openings, and all kind all kinds of people. Actually, I, I, I hey, I'm just throwing this out there. I think I think the Carolina Panthers look for GM. You, you may know some people there that maybe we'll get you an interview. No, no one's going to hire me. I got my mouth is too big. But uh, no, no billionaire or someone really rich wants to hear my voice or hear my opinion because I'm usually right. And they they just want you to spend money or show somebody that they think they know what they're doing. Howie Roseman and, and Jeffrey Laurie, I think they're lovers. I, and I, I don't know why they why they, that Jeffrey wouldn't fire Howie. I, I don't care if he fires Howie. You don't have to fire Howie Roseman. I'm not out for Howie's job just put him as the assistant vice president to the president you know what i mean and then bring in another joe douglas kind of like kind of like what the phillies just did with clintac he's still yeah, in the organization. Me a bite. i love how he's calculator i love his computer skills <laughs> i don't love how he in the locker room sizing up jock straps and muscles and all that other stuff get how he out of the player process and only on the counter how he only knows the only answer Howie Roseman knows comes out of a computer or a calculator. That's it. If it doesn't come out of a computer or a calculator, Howie Roseman's useless. Okay, on, on the same, on the same, uh, the same length here, the Eagles' quarterback situation going. Well, first of all, let me just go back for a second. You mentioned it was like a preseason game. I never thought I'd be able to watch a preseason slash playoff game in the same game. Because obviously the Redskins were trying to win and to make the playoffs. The Eagles are treating it like a preseason game. It was. One of the most bizarre things I've seen in the NFL. It's it's hard to tank because it's, you can't play the game half speed. But what you can do is play your healthy guys that are like third and fourth and fifth string guys yeah. that you know are going to get completely mauled. If you, if you saw Chase Young 
and we talked about this. My my exact quote, I, I went over it because I thought you were going to have all the, 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 the film ready, was the best player in the draft was Chase Young. The second best player was Derek Brown. And other than maybe, and I, and I called for Justin Jefferson to be picked by the Eagles too. So if those if those things happen, the Eagles are in the playoffs, okay, Chase Young is going to get defensive player of the year, uh, in my opinion. If not, he's definitely going to get rookie defensive player of the year. He may get overall defensive player of the year, although Aaron Donald had a pretty good year. There's well, some other guys out there. But my point being, he's that much of a, of a monster. So, um, But the Eagles are in shambles. And here's how you get Howie. I call it getting Howie. We watched, we watched Jalen Hurts play after watching Carson Wentz play. Hurts is a better player. But you got, we got Howie. What does that mean? We're stuck with a $100 million contract, and the guy who's making $2 million a year is better. So now what do you do? And that, Now, the question is, where, where, all, where I do give Howie credit is he paid Wentz almost nothing compared to what he, what he was worth. And Wentz is now even talking about you know, working with teams so he could cut down that salary, which is a big reason why I think he's, he hasn't been so greatly successful. There's something about Wentz where he lacks a little bit of leadership skills and he lacks a little bit of F you to, to not just his teammates, but to the world and, and to his organization where when you're the quarterback of the NFL team, it's your team. It's not Howie's team. It's not Doug's team. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, Jeffrey's team. But when you're the quarterback of an NFL football team, it's your team. Whether you whether you're making a billion dollars or you're you know you're obviously working for somebody who's making a lot who's worth a lot more money than you, but when he comes onto the field, the owner comes onto the field, and you're in the huddle, you tell the owner get out of the huddle. We'll work. Get out well, of the that, that well that segue into this question I have from uh, Glenn Furman. I see oh, oh, Glenn Furman, a guy, guy we grew up with. Do you yep. think hurt? Do you think hurts? Can ascend. I mean, he 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 said specifically to the Wentz of 2017, or I mean, or even more specifically, did you see enough of him to say he's the quarterback of the future? Can he be that guy, that MVP candidate that that Wentz was? Uh, I the best uh, the best co- comparison to me to him is a guy like Dak Prescott, a guy no, who I disagree. No, nope. okay. what what I what, what I witnessed over over this this short period of time. It's a, it's a it's a short test. But we call it right? small sample size. Small sample size. <laughs> Carson, uh, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Hurts is better than Wentz. Deep. So we got, this is how you get Howie. Okay, we got Howie by having a starter that's got a hundred million dollars with the backup who is now a better player. So now you got a. But you got Howie because the, the contract he gave Wentz, what it wasn't the most expensive. He's not getting paid Russell Wilson money. He's only guaranteed like seventy some million. Yeah, there was like thirty two a year. I think the right. guys now are getting in the forties now. Right. So ultimately, Howie gets credit here because he's really dealable. Someone's going to scoop this. Someone's gonna, if, if it's not the Colts, it's, it's going to be the Panthers or it's going to be the Patriots because the contract and especially if if, if, if Wentz is willing to, 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 to work with you, he's, he's, he's dirt cheap. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a whole be a gaggle of teams after this kid. Well, specifically to answer his question, when Carson Wentz was heading toward and was going to be the MVP of the league, do you see Jalen Hurts be, being a, a yeah. quarterback that, that can 
you know, touch that, you know, top three, top five, top seven type of quarterback? Yep, yep. He's been trained properly. He's been trained that way. He can be MVP of the NFL. There's no question about it. In wow. My it's not going to be right away. It's a huge statement. But it, it'll never happen if he doesn't get the tackles, if he doesn't get the leadership, if Chris Long and, or someone like him doesn't show up. You need corners. You need coaches. You need guys that are going to magically put things together. Right now, they don't have that. So if, if that doesn't show up, Hurts will never win anything. But Hurts has the, he has more ability or as much ability as Carson Wentz. So yes, he can be an MVP. It's a heavy, heavy statement. So before we get into um, the NFL, the playoff games this weekend, and we, we'll briefly touch on them at the end of the week. We'll come back on and you know maybe really dive into them. Uh, today is what's normally called Black Monday, where all the coaches get fired. A few of them got fired midseason, the Falcons, the Texans, uh, Detroit. So today, uh, well, actually last night, it all started with the, the, the Jets. So you, you, you know, you still have uh, some intel into that building a little bit. The Chargers got rid of Anthony Lindley, and as expected, the 1-15 Jacksonville Jaguars uh, got rid of Doug Marone today. I guess some of the hot names that we've been hearing is Eric Bieniemy the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, uh, guys like Brian Dable, who's the offensive uh, coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, and, you know, was Alabama, been, been a Parcell, uh, Parcells, a uh, Belichick guy for a long time. Those are kind of the two hot names out there. Uh, I don't know if you have any other names out there that you may have heard of with some of these uh, jobs, maybe specifically the Jets, because I, like I said before, you have some intel there, and maybe what what uh, what the, the Johnsons may be looking for in a, in a head coach. Well, you got to understand now, everything's quarterback driven. The, the perfect fit in San Diego, I believe. Harbaugh played in San Diego. I think I think the Chargers is a perfect fit for Jim Harbaugh. But that quarterback, that quarterback to me potentially has the ability to be one of the greats of all time. Wow. Went, I think he went, yeah, we're a big, big statement I was raving about him in the draft. When Tua got picked, I was screaming and yelling, no. But Herbert went right after him at six. And then this was a question. because I, I, Lynn's a good coach. I, I, I wasn't sure that they were going to rid of him right away. But when when they – even – I think it's – he Herbert shocked everybody when he got on the field because they call it playing fast. When you play fast in the NFL as a rookie, it's hard to do. It's hard. It's hard to do. Tua played as fast as anybody, and he looks slow. Tua's going to be a lifetime backup, in my opinion. He and was. And I said it draft day. I didn't want. I wouldn't have picked him. I would have picked Herbert instead, or I would have went with uh, Derek Brown at the time. But no, the Chargers. I think. I think the natural fit for the Chargers is Jim Harbaugh. If you want to think Jaguars and the second pick, and maybe. You're, you're talking quarterback now, so well, they're picking the Lawrence. The Fields kid, the Fields kid from Ohio State, I would never pick him, but Urban Meyer. You know, I thought about that. I thought about that. Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Okay, you could switch. You could swap the first two picks, and Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer is a better fit with 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 Fields, uh, than than having than having Urban Meyer uh, with Lawrence. So. There's a little finagling that can be done, but you cannot give up Trevor Lawrence as the first pick. So I'm assuming Jacksonville, they need they need a pro to coach the kid. They need, he's been very well coached. The kid yeah. has, has groomed a quarterback. They say since Andrew Luck, and I, 
Peyton Manning is the greatest pocket passer I've ever seen in college, maybe next to myself. But um, <laughs> uh, gotta put yourself yeah, over, six, man. I'm six feet tall. No, um, I don't think he even came close to my stats. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, Peyton Manning was unbelievably accurate in terms and just as knowledgeable in, in terms of the game when he was in college. So this kid Lawrence is as dynamic and is smart, and he runs better than Manning will ever run. So he brings that he brings that to him. Um, let me let me just interrupt you here. Like, so we we just got another question from Lou Ferry. It's kind of in the same thing. You know, we're talking about Lawrence is going one. So let's not even he, that that's a done deal. I mean, uh, Goodell could make the pick right now. Yep. Is Darnold the guy for the Jets? Yes. I'm not. I'm not selling out. I'm not going down the road on Darnold. Darnold's good enough to play in the NFL. He, he's a Trent Dilfer type. If you don't, he he won't screw it up. Don't don't ask him to throw for 500 yards a game. Don't ask him to be Tom Brady. Don't ask him to be Peyton Manning. But he's he's not a dumb kid. He's smart enough to be to, to be the starter and to be a, to be a Super Bowl champion. To be honest with you, yes. But keep putting the pieces around him. They picked a big offensive lineman last year. Go offensive lineman again. They got a good wide receiver out of Baylor and Mims. And the, the Jets, they got to work on defense, obviously, which a lot of people do. So if I'm the if I'm the Jets, I'm thinking either offensive line again, wait, wait, or, which, or defensive line, or or corner, which is always the always always where you look. Well, well just from reading the the Todd McShays and Kuipers and those kind of guys of the world. You look at you mentioned those positions. Uh, Panay Sewell of Oregon, who they say is one of the best offensive linemen to come out in a long time. Yep. He's been projected as a number two. So you imagine with Becton and Sewell's bookend tackles for the next ten years. I mean, you're set there. And yeah. then then you have guys like you know wide receiver Devonte Smith. I don't know if that's too high for him to go at number two. There's the linebacker uh, Micah Parsons at, at Penn State. The Jets are the Jets are primed, and, and, and Joe Douglas is so smart. He's been one of the great. He, he won. The, he basically him and uh, him and Reich and those guys won the, won the Super Bowl for Philadelphia. He's if I if I know him, he's going to trade it back, and he'll, and he'll just grab. He'll have twenty draft picks by the time the draft is over, and you'll see the Jets. Well, they have what th- three? They two or three number ones this year. They, it's an incredible amount of draft picks that he's. Accumulated. They got the so number one two, for Adams. I know yeah, that. We, we, and we haven't even gotten toward, to, towards draft time yet. But when we put all the numbers together, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Dolphins moved up and took the Texans pick. So the Dolphins have the third pick again. So the Dolphins are going to go. They're either going to go offensive line, which would be genius, or they'll just load up more on their defense. Their defense is already stone cold killers. So um, the, the Dolphins, the, the AFC East is going to be a beast without the, with the Patriots being in dead last for years to come. All right, so let's let's just uh, go forward a little bit. We'll just touch on some of these playoff games before we let everyone go here. Uh, I know there's a lot, especially now with all the gambling going on. The, these Action. are all the, these are all the early lines. The Bills laying six and a half to the Colts. Break it down. What do you think? Josh Allen obviously had the playoff experience last year. Didn't play great in that game against the Texans. They they, they were up big. He blew, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson made some magic happen. Now playing against the old man, Phil, Philip Rivers, your guy, Frank Reich, who uh, I know you have a very soft spot in your heart for. You've uh, told me a lot of times off camera that he's a guy who really uh, took took you under his wing, you know, as, a, as when you were a young player in the league. Uh, 
Colts have a pretty good running game, good defense, very good offensive line. But right now, the bill the Bills are like America's darlings. Now they're the flavor of the month in the NFL. Not flavor of the month. They're they're just they're straight up. Month. No, they're a good team, but they're, I think a lot of people are now they're yeah. jumping on that Bills bandwagon. Yeah, and the game's in Buffalo, so it, it, it's this is going to be a very difficult. However, I think the spread's too high. Uh, I love I love the Bills. The Bills Bills gonna be very hard to beat. I got I, as we. As we go, I'm going to keep picking them because I think it's going to be Bills Seahawks final. But every, everyone's picking Chiefs and, 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 and other teams. But I, I think this Bills team is that good. Jo- I'm, uh, Josh Allen's progress from just a year ago has been phenomenal. It's I'm, been I'm, incredible. Talk, I'm talking about mechanics in the pocket. I'm talking about accuracy in the, in the pocket. I'm talking about the ability to move, no one to go, no one to throw. And Stefan Diggs is, is just an, an amazing athlete. So I'm, I'm, I love the Bills here. I just don't know that they cover this spread. Frank Wright worries me. He worries me a lot. This, this reeks of a last possession game. Uh, if I had to bet this game, I'm taking the Colts with the points. Okay. But I, I love the Bills to win the game. I just don't love them. To, it's just not, this will not be a blowout. Like they've been blowing people out. The Colts are too good. They're too sound. They're too well coached. Philip Rivers, as old as he is, he knows where to go with the ball right away. So I'm not worried. I'm not. I, I'm not giving that many points to a veteran quarterback and a coach who knows what he's doing. But I, I believe, I believe this will be Philip Rivers' swan song on Saturday. Because I think uh, after the game, uh, he will. I think he's got uh, some TV opportunities waiting for him. So is, I think... he, is that the, the rumors are Philip Rivers is going to go almost absolutely paves the way for Wentz to just move right in there. Okay, and if you do the numbers. If you do the numbers, Ursay was talking about giving uh, Andrew Luck five hundred million dollars when he left. So, what, what, what's a, what's seventy five million for, for Wentz? It's, yeah. a, it's a stone cold, dead case over. Wentz is a cold, and believe it or not, when he walks out the door and he goes into the woods, he'll feel at home in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, um... his, with his axe and his blue bull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next game, uh, and this is great Saturday. I mean, guys like me and you, I mean, it, it's going to be, uh, I mean, I hope we don't balloon to like 300 pounds. Triple headers both Saturday and Sunday from, you know, uh, you know, 1 o'clock, 8 o'clock. It's, it's a, a playoff football. Uh, the g- Game two, I believe, on Saturday, the Seahawks with our man R- Russell Wilson uh, take on the Rams. Do we know the status of Jared Goff or? It doesn't matter. Rams. Rams lock of the year, put it down. Wow, it up, over so, Jamal Adams is on defense, and Russell Wilson. Is you mean Seattle? You mean like Seattle? So, Seahawks, Seahawks, take the Seahawks here and run with it. This if might they, be the lock of the week. And if anyone has any they, predictions, they may, they may be. Goff's got a busted thumb. The throwing, the thumb on the throwing hand is the most important finger, other than maybe, maybe the pinky, but. The, the, the index finger, finger is arguable, too. But um, if you don't have your thumb, you're a monkey. You know what I mean? It, 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 like, you, can't, you can't grip the ball. So uh, take the Seahawks here. Bet your ranch. Bet your mortgage. Bet your car. Bet your children. On the Seahawks. <laughs> the Seahawks win this game by 31 to 10. Yeah, well, you see... <laughs> You, you said you said that, but I don't want them coming after me if if they take your advice. So yeah, take the Seahawks. It's, it, it, I mean, I'm just telling you they have two of the best players in the league on both sides of the ball. Jamal Adams has like ten sacks as a safety. 
It, it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah no, so, that, 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 is, that is an incredible stat. An incredible so, stat. It, it, it's unbelievable. They made the schedule yesterday. So before they knew who won the NFL East, it was just Brady was prime time Saturday night. It was Bucks versus the, either the Giants or the Washington football team. On so it, I love how the league did that. They made sure Brady was the prime time game on Saturday night. Right now, lane eight and a half at Washington. Wow. Oh, jeez. Tough game. I, I think they cover that, but it's going to be like a, it could be like a 20 to, 20 to 12 game, something like that. So I'm thinking an under game because that what Chase Young's doing is 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 not human. He's he's going to kill Tom Brady. Or something. <laughs> it, it, it's it, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty a, fascinating matchup, Brady against that yeah. front four, which is terrific that Washington puts tell, out there. Let me tell you something: Chase Young will crush Tom Brady multiple. <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't run. Chase Young will get home. He will get home multiple times, and Tom Brady will feel it. I, I, I love I love the Bucks. So you you think Washington's I, in the game? It's a low scoring game I, kind of thing. There's no way the Bucks blow them out. The defensive Washington's too damn good. They're not just a little bit good. They're they're dynamic. Their pass rush is out of control. So Brady's going to get killed in the game. He's going to get mauled. He, they'll probably win it. And it may be a field goal. This may be a field goal game. So they could win nine nothing. Would surprise <laughs> me. Well, oh. and Mike Evans is – it's amazing. Mike Evans, uh, well, he's day-to-day. So, we don't – he he hurt his leg yesterday. Not, well, isn't it amazing? Our, our, our boy and Mike Mayock's favorite wide receiver, Antonio Brown, is uh, – he, he had a big day yesterday. He's starting to come on. He's starting to feel his legs out there. So, uh, you know, Brady – It's genius. a genius pickup. It's a genius pickup. I, Antonio Brown, to be able to hang out with Tom Brady at his house and – and all, oh, by the way, everyone seems to have forgotten that, that Antonio Brown was the best wide receiver in the league a couple years ago. Man. It, 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 oh, by the way, here, here he comes. He's back in the playoff. And Gronk's healthy, and so is Brady. The Bucks will win the game. It's just not going to be as easy as people think. The, the, the Redskins are going to be throwing bombs at them. Defensively, yeah. Chase Young does not mess around. Chase Young's a scary dude. You don't want to run into Chase Young when he's motivated and healthy because he's going to bring the wood. You're going to have to double-team him, chip him. Try to break his ribs with the running backs, but he's gonna he's gonna crush Brady. Let me let gonna... me ask you, let me ask you a question. Obviously, um, you the statue that you were back in the pocket. I mean, do, do, do you have nightmares about a guy like that before the game? Well, the thing is, when that, what you learn from college to pro is in the in pros, these lunatics are are going full speed to a spot, a disciplined spot. So if any one of your guys messes up. Your kneecap gets broke out, or your shoulders get ripped apart, or your knee, or your, or your arms get your ribs. Everything gets completely torn apart. So there's, it's almost like dealing with mindless lunatics that are just trying to kill you on every single play. So they don't even have any. It's not even like there's any plan except go and kill. They don't. There's nothing personal about it. No, it's business. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, Chase Chase Young is being paid a lot of money to, to hurt quarterbacks to get to point. From point A to point B, if Tom Brady happens to be throwing the ball in the process, his arm gets ripped out of his socks. It's just part of the deal. And if he gets 15 yards for it, so be it. You think the guy from uh, Clemson cared that he crowned uh, Fields in the, in the, in the, with, his, with his skull piece and knocked his ribs and kidney in the next week? He completely killed the guy with his, with his crown shot to the rib cage. I mean, these guys know how to hurt at full speed. So... 
Good guy, uh, Kenny Ludwig, picking Buffalo, Seattle, and Tampa Bay to win on Saturday. Let's let's take a, a, a quick look in the Sunday, uh, the revenge game. The Ravens laying three and a half at the Titans. You know what? Just look at this line. The Titans beat the Ravens last year. They seem to have the blue. They you know had that blueprint. They kept Lamar Jackson in the pocket, tried to make him beat him uh, from the from the from the pocket last year in, in that playoff game. Yet the Ravens are a three and a half point favorite in Nashville. Yeah, I like the Titans here because you have a Belichick. You have a Belichick uh, disciple, Mike Vrabel. Uh, yeah, Vrabel's down there coaching, so he's going he's going to make. Uh, He's gonna he's gonna make Lamar throw from the pocket. He's praying to God it rains and it's thirty five degrees down there. Uh, know, and then, I, then he's gonna he run that two hundred and sixty five pound running back down down their throat again. Yeah, that's okay. But but they can they're, they're gonna just they're gonna pound the run. And no, that's what I mean. That's what I mean with what, Tennessee. They're gonna Derrick Henry only ran for a quarter of a thousand yards yesterday. So. Right. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> in terms of their defense, defensively, this is where the Titans get you because they it's a Belichick scheme. And they're going to – what they do is they, they, they discipline. They discipline in their gap control and everything they do gap-wise. And they're going to pound and pound and pound and make sure that Lamar doesn't get loose and they can't run the ball. And they're going to be, they're going to be playing cover one and cover three and saying, Lamar, go ahead. Just, he's wide open. Go ahead and throw it. We dare you. And if there's any bad weather, Lamar's mechanics are so bad. His, his knee locks up and he, and he can't and the ball goes into the ground. It's just part of it's part of having bad mechanics. So who the, knows, uh, who knows gonna, the middle Lamar struggles. This is where these quarterbacks who can't throw from the pocket or have bad mechanics they struggle. They're struggling games when it's thirty degrees, forty degrees, rain, grass fields, whatever it might be, and you need to be deadly accurate in the wind and the rain and the snow, and it's not that easy. The middle game on Sunday is the uh, Chicago Bears traveling down to New Orleans to take on Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. The Saints early eight and a half point favorite. Uh, I think this is a no brainer. I think uh, I think the Saints are going to roll the Bears on, on Sunday. Kamara's out. Is is Kamara back? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, if Kamara's out, then then we got then we got if Kamara's out, the Bears are the pick with that many points. If, if Kamara's in, then then I wouldn't touch the game, but. Um... Yeah, Kamara's the X factor. I mean, he, he not just so much running, but but and in the red zone where he's deadly in the red zone. But he, he's a, he's one of the best receivers they got. He, he's so, pl- he's played better lately. But you can you trust Mich- Mitchell Trubisky in this spot on Sunday? I don't mind. Listen, all these quarterbacks that get brought up to the first or second round, the first round picks, they're, they're picking them for because they're cheap. Number one. Number two, you can't expect them to just come out and be, um, you know, you can't, they, not everyone's Justin Herbert. You're not going to hit on on, 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 number, on the pick, on the fifth pick. Two is a bust. Okay. He, you you can call him a bust after he, he was six and three as a starter. I mean, yeah, with, the best with no bust. wide receivers. He's throwing to Jaquim. Mac Mac Collins made their biggest catch what, of the year. I'm, what was their defense? How their defense do? The defense was pretty good. No, I don't. The defense was great. It was the pretty. Defense was, the defense was great. Yeah, but you still got to do enough to score some points. To, 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 Two to, was over thirteen on third down the other day. It was well, ridiculous. I was like, oh, I'm not ready. Really? I'm not. I'm not ready to call him a bust though yet. I'm I, not ready to call him a bust I'm yet. Telling you, he's a bust. He's a career backup. End of story. <laughs> if, if 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 he does succeed and win a Super Bowl, it's because he his, the defense got better and he's able to manage the game. I can manage the game. 
You know, you give me you give me Reggie White or you give me the Chicago '85 defense, I could have won the Super Bowl. That's what, that's what's gonna happen. That's how Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl. He didn't go down. He didn't throw for 500 yards. Um, um, defense. I just I'm, I, we just got another question from Lou Ferry about uh, Michael <clears throat> Michael Thomas. I believe Michael Thomas is now coming back on Sunday for Drew Brees, so he'll have another toy to play with uh, on Sunday. So I, I think they're going to absolutely blow out the Bears on, on Sunday. It depends how it depends how effective he is. He he he's a critical part of it. If he, well, he's if their he, only wide if, receiver. You can count me Emmanuel yeah, if, Sanders to a point. No, they got some, they have weapons, and and and, and I love I I I. I I just love the coach. I mean, I just think I think uh, he's, he's Peyton, a great coach. I think Peyton's a top three coach in the NFL. You could put he's, Mike Tomlin up there. You could put uh, obviously Belichick up there. But I like Sean Peyton as good as anybody. Peyton, I love Tomlin. I, I, if I, if I could hire anybody right now as as my first coach, I'd, I'd hire Mike Tomlin just because of the, the atmosphere he brings. But um, Belichick's little Belichick's out old in the way. But um, Mike Mike Tomlin's probably your best coach. Um, but Sean Payton is the most underrated coach in all of football. He's, he's a great coach. To go nuts every week. He's got good defense. He picks the draft right. He doesn't miss. It's nice to have a forty-year-old quarterback that doesn't miss. I, but, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 he if because Breeze is going after this. I wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, Payton leaves as well. I mean, they they go out together. Yeah, I think I think you'll see Sean Payton and, and Bill Belichick leaving. Maybe maybe you know hand in step, but. Uh, Two of the great guys to, to, to watch coach over the years, and, and I'll tell you what, guys that that and, and Peyton Peyton matured into into like the, the silent assassin. As like, wait a minute, who's this guy? Every every game they just win. He thought, he figured out a way to win, even when even when Taysom Hill couldn't throw the ball into into the lake from standing on the on the beach. He he still won. He had to play a bad Denver team, but he still won in the worst football game I ever saw. But guess what? The object isn't to play for the object is to win, and Sean Payton knows how to do that. Finally, finally, the last game Sunday night, the Steelers and Browns. Uh, this this they, is another one. Yeah, this is Steelers going to smash these kids. I, 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 between the Steelers and what was the other? What was the game we were just talking about? The the, uh, the Ravens and Titans or yeah, Saints Bears? Yeah, you could you could tease that that that. Uh, and, Two games. This is another one. The we're Browns, showing so, and by the way, we're showing some highlights. They played yesterday. Uh, obviously, um, you know, teams very familiar with each other. So, I think we may have lost. Did we lose Glenn? I think we lost Glenn. I don't know where Glenn went. See if we, see if we'll get him back in a few minutes uh, or a few seconds. I mean, uh, don't know what, what happened to him. But yeah, the the Steelers and Browns. It's a Sunday night game and. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to ping Glenn back in here. If not, uh, I'll make the pick for him. I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick the, the the Pittsburgh Steelers to, to to win the game on Sunday night. I don't think the Browns are ready for prime time yet. Kenny Ludwig says the uh, his best bet is uh, the Cleveland the Cleveland Browns. Oh, uh, the his iPad died. So uh, we'll just uh, we'll just uh, finish this up. Um, and wrap it up here. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for being uh, uh, being with the show this tonight on Monday. We're going to do some more shows later this week, so keep an eye out to my social media pages. And we're going to talk some more football throughout the week, talk the playoffs, uh, make predictions, and maybe give out a couple prizes. So uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you later this week. Thank you.